0: But my obsession had blinded me to the real threat. To Earth's true enemy.
1: Kickiest show ever, number 36.
0: Yeah, baby! (laughs)
2: It's the geekiest show ever. I'm your host Chad Perry here with uh, my co-host Tim Robertson. Hello, 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 hello. And uh, just to kick this off, we're just going to throw out one quick thing because it would be remiss not to at this point. Tim, do you know anybody who stayed up late on Monday to get their copy of StarCraft two? Um, I've, I got mine on Monday, but it was shipped to me from Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was going to ask you if you waited, but I knew that you didn't have to. I didn't have to. I don't know
1: anybody who did. I know the game's selling exceptionally well. Um, I wish I could say I knew why, because it's not running very well for me, Chad. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you've been following my... Uh, well, you're not on Facebook, so... No. Yeah, and I posted this on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, when I first got the game... Uh, I was busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. So yesterday I finally got around to installing it. Right. Which was killing me because it's StarCraft 2. Now, you know, Chad, back from our My Mac days, um, the first StarCraft came out in 1998. Yes. I had it in 1997 for the Macintosh. hmm. Blizzard had sent me a um, private beta, and this is in the day before they would just send you a download link, they'd actually send you a disk. Yes, yeah. I still have the disk, too. And, uh, you know, I was honored that I could play it. So I had the first first look for StarCraft for Macintosh yep. back in the day. Now, it was released then for Mac and PC at the same time, just like now. And uh, I, I ran two first-look uh, articles in my Mac magazine for StarCraft for Mac, and it drove people crazy. I literally had people offering me big money for that. Yeah. They wanted that disc. They they couldn't wait to play it, and they knew mm-hmm. it was still a year out. So here we are, what, how many years later? Well, 12 12 years later. And I get it early again by uh, six hours. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't play it because, you know, I was just busy. uh, Life. Right. So finally on Wednesday night, which really isn't that long of a wait, I got around to installing it. And because I got a press copy, I mean, it's a full version and everything. Mm -hmm. But there's special instructions in there. So I followed the instructions and it starts downloading the game. Mm-hmm. So I canceled it because I have the disk. I don't need to download it. So I just right. ran the installer on the disk. It took a long time. I mean, it's Which like... Which I have
2: been told by people who do have it that it does take a long time to load. It's like a 12 gig game. Yeah, so. it's huge. So it finally installs
1: everything. I fire it up and it says it has to apply a patch. So obviously between the version that they released and now they've had an update. Okay, fine. It keeps getting to 70% and then it just quits. Mm. And I can't get any farther in the game than that. So I jump online. Uh, One of the suggestions is to run a a utility Mm -hmm. from the disk that repairs any missing files or anything like that Mm -hmm. on the, the files on your computer. So I ran that and it actually seemed to do something. I fired it up again. It actually applied the patch just fine and I got started. Mm-hmm. So then I linked my Battle.net account to that copy and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I was I was really psyched, you know, because this is StarCraft. And uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to at least play the first tutorial type of mission, the single player, yeah. just kind of get a feel for it. Get back involved. Yeah. And so I did. And it took me all of, you know, three minutes to beat that level because it's just, you follow one street up, you kill a couple soldiers here and there, it stops for a couple well, of Well, just cut like the introductory and,
2: from the original stuff. Yeah, track, yeah. Track, so yeah.
1: <clears throat> and, and the thing is the the tone, the the acting, mm-hmm. the the music is exactly the way. You remember that kind of that country banjo doing?
2: Yeah. yeah. It had a, that very sort of backwater feel yes, flavor. It starts they set out up. with that. Yeah.
1: And so I was like, Oh yeah. Mm. Um because the first StarCraft was so clever. I mean, you remember when they hit the dog? That ain't no dog. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was great. Yeah. So it had that kind of flavor, but a little bit more serious. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm in. I'm 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 into this game. I already know I'm going to like it. Um, I'm predisposed to like this game. Right. It's kind of part of much... our DNA, Chad. Right. I mean, I, st- I it was like a month ago that I played StarCraft again, the original StarCraft. Yeah. And I was like, this, wow, I can't believe how well this game has held up. So the new version, I figured, I know they didn't really change the core gameplay, mm-hmm. and the graphics are better, you know, cell shaded and all that stuff. Right. But it, it still, it's, it's StarCraft. There's no right. question. So I beat the first level, if you will, and then I quit, and I wanted to play against the computer in just a skirmish. Mm-hmm. So I fired up single player, and. Uh, the UI is a little goofy, because the first time I did it, I didn't realize I didn't add a CPU player. Mm. So as soon as it got done loading the map and all, it said, I won.
0: Oh. I was like,
1: I'm an awesome StarCraft player. I, <laughs> Eureka! <laughs> I, I beat the computer in uh, .01 seconds. <laughs> so I went back, figured, oh, okay, Team 2 is the, that's the team I have to go against. Mm-hmm. I have to select that it's CPU, then I have to tell it what race it is, mm-hmm. and I picked human to human, because I figured, yeah. 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 Parody. And, yeah. So fired it up and started playing. I felt like I was doing pretty good, and I was about a half hour into it. And I, I don't even know what half the new units are because there's mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm thinking this is too com- – I don't want to say complicated or confusing, but I just don't know enough because I haven't played
2: it yet. You're not familiar with the new yeah. tech tree yet. So
1: I don't know what's good against what. And, you mm-hmm. know, this doesn't have any defenses against the air, and these air can't shoot the ground. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Um, there are some uh, – I don't know what they're called, and again, I'm showing my ignorance, but it's basically the Marines, but they have little jetpacks on so they can oh, fly yeah. over the cliffs. Yeah,
2: I, I know what I, I know what they're called, and I can't remember. I saw them in the... Reavers or something like Revers, that. Reavers, yeah. Um, those are pretty cool. They don't take a lot to kill them, but they can get
1: to some... You can sneak them around behind a base pretty quick, and I yeah. did that. And so uh, I got about halfway through the game, and remember, this is hours after initially trying to install it mm-hmm. and going through all the problems of installation and applying the patch before I can even play a game. It was mm-hmm. literally four hours. Whew. So at this point, I'm like, I just want to play the stupid game. Mm-hmm. And uh, so halfway through the skirmish and everything now starts to move extremely slow oh. Ooh. Um, to the point where I'm in the middle of a battle and I've got a fast machine. There's no, I mean, I've got plenty of hard drive space. I've right. got a lot of RAM, it's not a slow machine. Right. It became unplayable. I couldn't play it. It mm-hmm. was like playing online against really bad latency. Yeah. So I just I finally had to quit, but it wouldn't let me quit. It, so it let me save the game, but then as soon as I got done saving, it crashed. Mm-hmm. So and it was a hard crash. I literally had to turn off the Macintosh, force quit the whole computer wow. and boot up again. So I'm not really happy with StarCraft at this point. StarCraft 2, mm-hmm. I should say. Um after this long, you would think that there wouldn't be this many bugs.
2: Certainly not right? on the hardware end or software end in so- this case. I mean it's, – it's, it's been what? In development? Well, let me think. The The first trailer was released in South Korea back in 2007, 2008.
1: Yeah, yeah but you got to figure that they now, – now, Blizzard is a huge company now. Mm-hmm. But even back then, they had people working on StarCraft too. Right. I can't believe it's this buggy right at launch. I mean – yeah. So I'm going to kind of hold off playing. I might try it again this weekend mm-hmm. just to see if, well, you know. But here's the thing. After running that uh, the, the, the repair mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. before no, before I, I ran the patch, the I actually rebooted yeah. the computer. And when it came back up, I had nothing else going. Mm-hmm. So the only thing running on the machine at that point was StarCraft II. So there's no reason for it to start slowing down like that. Right. I had more than enough of the system requirements that StarCraft II requires mm-hmm. to play the game fine. So I don't know. Something's weird about it. Something's mm. buggy. And I, I'm a little disappointed because I wanted to play this. I wanted to slowly – I don't want to spend hours and hours and hours every week playing it. Right. But maybe an hour or two every week or two would be fine. Mm. You know, go through a mission, beat it, maybe jump online, play somebody one game, and then jump off and I'm good. Right. Um, I, I can't, I, I'm not confident enough in the game right now to do that. It just seems buggy. Yeah. So –
2: I'm sure they're going to patch it real soon. Well, I would imagine if you're not the only person having issues that they will be patching it soon. Here's the thing. I was part of the beta, and it was
1: online only. And I played a couple of online games, and I never had a problem. It never slowed down. Mm -hmm. It it never crashed. It was fine. But now here I am with the full version, and it's buggy. Mm. So... I don't know. I'm a little disappointed. Now, are
2: you going to pick up StarCraft II? I do not meet the minimum system requirements in any of yeah. my systems. I've got a G5 and I have a first-gen uh, MacBook. MacBook, so I would need to get a new machine to do that. And while I love Blizzard, uh, I you know don't love long time for twelve hundred dollars. So no, no, <laughs> it's uh. But I, it, it'll come. I mean, it'll come when I basically whenever I upgrade my system. And the game will probably be nineteen ninety nine when yeah. you get it. And and, and since I basically am, am to the point where I just don't feel like playing online, especially games like that where, you know, you're going to be outclassed fairly quickly by yeah. people who are obsessed with it. I actually won one online game, and that was it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. In it. And it it says it matches you against like-skill players, and it seemed to do that in the beta. Mm-hmm. But, of course, I haven't tried it on the full version yet when there's you know a couple million people playing at the same time. But with the, the public beta, or I don't even know if it was public beta or just the beta, mm-hmm. I think that was it was invite-only. Yeah. Um, I actually won one game.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: I was kind of happy about that. I was Protoss, and uh, this guy was harassing me the whole game but doing very minimum damage. He had mm-hmm. uh, Zerg. Yeah. And he was really concentrating on his ground forces, just mm-hmm. making a ton of Zerg, which is the Zerg's strong, strong suit. Point, yeah. But uh, since he stopped attacking me for a while and uh, I had my little spy thing over there watching what he was doing and yeah. building up his ground, I just started building carrier after carrier. Mm-hmm. And then I snuck it all the way around <laughs> from behind his base. Mm-hmm. Then I rushed him with a whole bunch of troops yep. that I knew he was going to quickly overwhelm, And, of course, he brought all his troops out to defend. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he did that, I brought my three carriers in from behind and just devastated everything he had. <laughs> just within minutes, I mean, his his he hadn't had any expansion yet. Yeah. So I killed all of his little Zerglings. I killed mm-hmm. his main base. He had nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: was just like, oh, good game. He yeah. was like, good game, dude. You didn't. You just sat there. You didn't upgrade any. You just kept making the same troops over and over and over. Yeah thinking a huge army is the way to go. Well, not if you don't have any defense against the air. <laughs> right, right. But I'm, I, I am looking forward to get back into playing it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm still playing a lot of Harry Potter Lego. Yeah. Because my wife and kids are really into that. And uh, I haven't got back to Red Dead Redemption. No. No, I probably will eventually, but it's not anytime mm-hmm. soon. I've got a lot of games that's just kind of sitting around that collecting dust that I want to play. Crackdown 2... Um, I haven't played much of that. Mm-hmm. I want to, but kind of like what David was saying last week, it's kind of more of the same. Yeah. After a while, it's saying, eh, I just don't really feel like doing it.
2: Now, the folks that I know that have been playing StarCraft said the cutscene cinematics are absolutely par excellence. And it's one oh. of those things where why don't, why doesn't Blizzard actually do a, a CGI movie. movie? Yeah. Well,
1: look how much money mm-hmm. they make from stuff like StarCraft and WarCraft. Why would yeah. they make a movie? True. That would cost them $30 million to make, and hopefully they'll get that back. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't see a lot of the cutscenes, obviously. Right. But the ones I did see... It, it's Blizzard. It's indeed. Blizzard. It, it's, mm-hmm. it is what you expect it to be. It's mm-hmm. going to be great voice acting. Sometimes a little cheesy, but you kind of right. accept that. And that's almost part of the charm.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it looks fantastic. I mean, just... Mm-hmm. It looks fantastic. And they're very steeped in their own mythos, which is fine, because right. that's what I want. I don't yeah, want... exactly. You know, Easter eggs referring to Halo while I'm playing StarCraft. That's mm-hmm. not what I want. Right. So... You know, I, there's a lot of different websites that I visit, you know, um, when I'm at home or on my iPad or iPhone or yeah. you whatever. Know, or, or, and one of my ones that I, I visit quite a bit, maybe once a day, if that, maybe maybe a little less than that, maybe every mm-hmm. couple of days, is called Bitmap. And it's mm-hmm. a video game enthusiast's website, but it's not one of these that's takes itself too serious. Right. It's very – well, let me take that back. They take themselves very serious, but they're not, hey, this game was just released and it's the greatest thing ever go play it. And then the next day they have a review where they say this is a horrible game. Right. It it seems to be community as well as professionals who have been doing it for a long time, but Mm -hmm. they're really plying their trade at this website. It's really good. So one of them is um, something to do with – music and sounds and stuff in video games and he asked to send in the three video game themes that you thought were the best mm-hmm. and uh so i did that and uh i don't know if do you is there any like video game themes or anything that uh you know I, what my ringtone is now for you by the way right no i don't know i didn't play that for you Mm-mm. let me uh open my iphone here real quick um I sent in my three, but uh, technically two of them are commercials, which, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, let me go to uh, – well, you got your phone with you? No, you can't call me because I have my, my yeah. iPhone turned off as far as receiving mm-hmm. calls. Uh, let me see. I don't know if it will play or not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what it does when you call me now. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that's a good one to send in, because yeah. everybody knows what that is, and that theme has not changed. Not at all. They, I mean, they may have added more to it, but it's, it's st- still Super yeah. Mario. But that wasn't one of my picks. No. I just
1: wanted to play that. Cause, no, yeah. that was great, though. So, well, so what were your picks? My first one um, was the very first commercial for Grand Theft Auto Vice City, where they're playing the Iran... Um, from Flock uh, of Seagulls. From Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. Do you remember that commercial? Yeah. There was something about, that. that's a true 80s song. Mm -hmm. And the game takes place in In Miami Miami in the 80s. And the scenery, the neon glow, um, it was really that commercial that got, that brought me back to video games, because I had got got out of them for a long time. Because it gives you that whole Miami Vice flashback, which, you know. And, you know, I I remember sitting there watching TV one night, I didn't have a PS2, but I saw this commercial and I was just like, that looks amazing. This was Mm -hmm. 2002. Yeah. And I had been out of video games with any kind of seriousness since like '98, mm-hmm. so that was a big gap there. And uh, I thought that looks really cool. I got to get that game. And I was IT manager at the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I had the money. So my wife and I went out and bought a PS2, a couple kid games, and I got Grand Theft- GTA or, yeah. Vice City. And of course, I fell in love with it. So mm-hmm. that was one of my choices. That commercial with that music and the mm-hmm. and what you the visuals that that got me back into Mm -hmm. my second one was the first time you play halo and you hear the halo theme Mm -hmm. and you see this majesty of space and and the spartans and Mm -hmm. it's hard to explain how powerful that is it's just like the first time you experience it you're like especially back in the day Mm -hmm. this was something different this was all the first person shooter type games you've ever played Taken to another level and another right. level of seriousness that really didn't exist until then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it completely took advantage of the original Xbox power over the PS2 and right. the GameCube. And it was just amazing. You mm-hmm. know, the controls were so smooth in this game. And, right. And, uh, I mean, look how big Halo is now. Right. It's because of where it started. And just that original Halo theme was just amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was blown away. So that was my number two pick. My uh, number three, my third pick, was something I know you've seen before because Mm -hmm. I played it for you because after I saw it for the first time, I was completely blown away. This was an ad for um, a game called Gears of War. Yeah. That up until this point, video game ads were always not very serious. You know, it's Mm -hmm. an ad for a video game. Mm -hmm. But then this video came out where it's uh marcus phoenix running through this devastated landscape Mm -hmm. with aliens and a lot of violence and -hmm. it's playing the mad world music that was Mm -hmm. not from tears of fears but um somebody johnson or something
2: donnie darko yeah
1: for that movie yeah and it was such a powerful Mm -hmm. video when you first see it you're like i can't believe that was for a video game that i just saw right that was amazing so that was my third pick because the music is just so haunting, mm-hmm. and the scenery in this game, and yeah, it was amazing. It was like yeah, I forgot how good that that ad was. That was fantastic. It was it was an awesome so, and when such a such an odd choice choice to counter But it worked, it, against, it, but it was it worked brilliantly. Yeah. yeah, and that's why it did work though because you see this kind of dark setting, and he's. <laughs> you see the, a, a broken toy and he's running through water and there's mm-hmm. splashes and he dives through that window yep. and looks up and there's this huge alien that's getting ready to attack mm-hmm. him. He sits up and starts firing his gun mm-hmm. and this music is just kind of creepy, yeah. you know, is playing. And then it just kind of fades out and you're mm-hmm. like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was brilliant. And, yeah. you know, it's, I, I so that was my third pick. So is there any, I don't know, trailers or anything that really made you sit up and take notice that you don't think you would have otherwise i mean we watched a couple today that we'll get to eventually right here that did that exactly that for me but looking back was there any trailers for it could be for a tv show it could be for a movie it could be for a video game that you knew about ahead of time but you were just kind of meh but then you saw the trailer and went oh wow right And that actually lived up to its expectations would be another question.
2: Yeah, and so I'm picking my brain right now. And one of the ones that stuck out to me, of course, was, you know, one of the ones that you had named was Gears of War, which was brilliant. Um, The Halo, I remember from... from Myth Two, I bought the Myth Two uh, Legacy Pack that had Myth One and Myth Two, right. and then that was, of course, a Bungie game, and that had the trailer, trailer for, for Halo. Halo with the music running in the background. And yep. even then, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a great freaking game!" Yep. You know.
1: And uh, a lot of people forget about Myth when they're talking about Bungie. Mm-hmm. It's because that was an awesome game at the time. I yeah, love it. And
2: one of the things that we kind of talked about before we even started this was that that whole sense of gravitas that that a good you know, a a real record breaking game needs. Yes. There needs to be a a weight to it that makes you feel like what you're doing is important.
1: Right. That gives you the same seriousness of a really good story, Mm -hmm. whether that story's in print form or movies or television show. Video games need that too. I mean, we need the Not every game, obviously, but we do need those games to Mm -hmm. to elevate the entire industry so we have better games to play in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, StarCraft does that. StarCraft is this... Right. It's a great story, but yet you don't need
2: the story to enjoy Mm -hmm. the game. Excuse me. And and another game that I thought did a fantastic job of that, because we've talked about online gaming too a little bit, was Myth. Yeah. And I thought one of the best things about Myth that I think got lost in Myth 2 was the narration.
1: Yeah. You know, there was was a story behind it originally.
2: Right, and the narrator did a fantastic job. of.
0: In a time long past, the armies of the Dark came again into the lands of men. Their leaders became known as the Fallen Lords, and their terrible sorcery was without equal in the West. In 30 years, they reduced the civilized nations to carrion and ash, until the free city of Madrigal alone defied them. An army gathered there, and a desperate battle was joined against the foe. Heroes were born in the fire and bloodshed of the wars which followed, and their names and deeds will never be forgotten.
2: I don't even... Were there even trailers for Myth? Not back then. I had not seen Myth until you had started playing it, and that was back when you were living as a bachelor over on...
0: Yeah, baby! Fifth
2: Street,
1: 25th Street, yeah. And
2: and you said, no, you need to see this game. Yep. And I watched you play online, and you, you know, it was just fantastic.
1: You you control an army from kind of a godlike view, and, uh, you know, you had archers, and you also have those little guys that run and blow stuff up. Yeah. And then you have the zombies. If you saw a zombie come and get away. because the Yeah, they'll blow themselves up and take out people. Mm-hmm. And
2: or just the whole idea that you could take an army of thralls and put them in the water and hide them there. Yes, yes, exactly, because they didn't
1: need to breathe because <laughs> yeah. they're already dead. And you could sneak them out when the army's crossing and just devastate them. That was a fun game. That, I loved that game. Um, did you ever play online with me, though? No, I don't think I ever did. Because there was a team that I used to go up against quite a bit called the Silent Bobs. Mm-hmm. And one of the guy's names was Kevin. Yeah. So. I
2: wonder if it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I I think it was, but it mm-hmm. doesn't matter now. Right. But that was back in, what, 97?
2: 97. That was before I was married.
1: Yeah. That, that was a long time ago now.
2: <laughs> I know. Was-
1: but it was an amazing game. and uh, But there's a lot of games like that now that are as equally as amazing – Unfortunately, a lot of these good games don't get a lot of... I mean, because there's a lot more video games now. And so a great game could really fall through the cracks. And that's my fear, that a game is, to me, really entertaining, plays really well, Mm -hmm. controls really well, has a good story, Mm -hmm. and nobody plays it. In fact, The Saboteur is a a perfect example for me. It's kind of an open-world sandbox Mm -hmm. game, but it takes place in France in World War II and you're a spy, mm-hmm. uh, but you're also saboteur. And I, I love that game. I played the crap out of that game. Right. I, I mean, I, I thought that was one of the funnest games that I mm-hmm. played in the last 12 months. But right. most people never played it mm-hmm. because the company that, that made it, the the studio, went out of business as soon as the game was released. Yeah. They got broken up. It didn't get a whole lot of advertising.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of people didn't play it, so it just kind of slipped under the radar. I mean, you could buy that game now for twenty bucks, yeah, and that's a steal because that's a it's a fantastic game.
2: Mm-hmm. But, which always brings me to, to one of those issues that I bat back and forth in my head. Which is which is better to have as a development house or as a producer for a game or a movie? Is it better to have the critical acclaim or is it better to have the popular acclaim?
1: Oh, I would say definitely popular. Yeah because there's a lot of games and movies that the critics love that didn't make any kind of money. Mm-hmm. And the, the the director or the producer who did such a brilliant job doesn't get much more work because what they did before is – it's bottom line. Did it make a lot of money? No. Yeah. Well, then you get to direct, direct Flintstones 3. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You don't get the next Saving Private Ryan. You get Flintstones 3.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and because – uh, something that's really a piece of crap when you really get down to it, like mm-hmm. the last Wolverine movie. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it on some levels, but it, it was a piece of crap. And I'm totally over the X-Men franchise at this point, especially right. on, on screen. Just let it go. I'm done Well,
2: I was, I was over after X-Men 3. I uh, You know, X-Men 3 was kind of the last Yeah. I don't know why they call it The Last Stand, because really it was X-Men 3, The Last Straw. Yeah, The Last Straw.
1: (laughs) You're not going to want to watch these characters anymore. Yeah. And and really, why did they even call it X-Men? It was still Wolverine. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the
2: central character in four movies now. And now they're talking about, oh, Wolverine 2 is coming out. Which any fan of the actual comic books knows that really it was Cyclops who was, in many cases, the central character. And really, de facto, the leader for the most part, because he was more even-keeled than Wolverine was. And and it was almost like
1: that they were embarrassed to put costumes on at that time. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, you see costumes all over the place in movies. Yeah. And it's cool. In fact, you look back on the first X-Men movie, and you're like, why weren't they wearing superhero costumes or superheroes? They're all in the Matrix leather type of look. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, okay, that was good in 99, but... You know, yeah, we 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 want to see the flashy costumes now, which is mm-hmm. why we get to what we watched earlier today—the five-minute trailer, if you will, yeah. for the Mighty Thor. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, up to this point, Chad, to be honest, I really wasn't looking forward to Thor. I was like, nah, Norse mythology—I've always liked Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the comic book. I know you've never really been into the, the whole Thor thing.
2: No, I I picked up the Thor for a little bit, but. Uh... Wasn't that much into it, yeah so. and and I understand why a lot of people
1: probably wouldn't care about Thor, mm-hmm. and to be honest, even though I like the character and I've liked a lot of the stories that he's been in, especially the last couple of years been really fantastic mm-hmm. I don't know a Thor movie just uh, well,
2: and that was my whole point was how are they going to pull this off? right? You have to convince people that you have to make Asgard believable because there's no way to tell the Thor without it. If you leave that out, then it's not the Thor anymore
1: right. Or you complete. The the other way to do this is his hammer is found by someone and he gets the power of Thor. Right. Forgetting that he's not Odin's son. He's. Mm-hmm. Forget it, all the Norse stuff. He just finds this hammer. They don't
2: have to explain where the hammer came
1: from. Right. Other than if you will this and you're blah, blah, blah.
2: And you slam it down and all of a sudden you get transformed into some dude wearing armor with a big hamlet and. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that would have been okay, but that's not. They're going the Asgard route yeah. with Loki and Odin, the Warriors Three, and mm-hmm. what do you think? Be, someone that's never been into Thor, you you saw this five minutes. You saw the Destroyer and Loki, mm-hmm. and
2: you know i I I think I want to see it. I know well, I pretty much know I'm going to see it regardless. Yeah. Um, and I think they may be able to actually pull it off. And I think one of the things that you had brought up, which I think is good, is that instead of just saying, well, it's magic, you don't need to explain it, they kind of take this roundabout way to say, well, you know, your, your ancestors called it magic, you call it science, and for us, it's both.
1: Yes, it's the same thing. Yeah. And I like that. Um, I don't know, though. Part of me sees it and thinks – if they pull it off, this is going to be great, and this could be a big franchise for mm-hmm. them, which is always good for us because we want to see more Then, Right. You know, this could be the Matrix, if you will, mm-hmm. that kind of low expectations. You see it, it blows you away. Mm-hmm. I'm in now. Yeah. Or it could be the Phantom Menace where you see the trailer and you think, oh, my God, Star Wars is back. That's going to be awesome.
2: You go see it leave, and you're like, who the hell was Jar Jar? Well, and, and, you, spe- and you spend and you you know the next three weeks convincing yourself that it was a better movie than you actually thought. And you it watch was. it again and go,
1: "No, I was right. It was a piece of crap." Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that Thor is going to be one or the other. I yeah. really do. I personally, after watching that trailer, I think it's going to be an Iron Man caliber movie.
2: I think it will be too. I think it's going to sell pretty well. And you know, Iron Man himself is kind of a hard character to pull off. Not as hard though. I mean, not as hard. Well, you don't have to sell as much. It's, it's Bruce Wayne
1: have. that hadn't had the bad stuff happen to him, right? And he's a, he makes himself a superhero, kind of cocky and yeah. You know, that's a lot easier to pull off, especially today. Basically, take Steve Jobs, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give him a super suit, <laughs> yeah, the I suit, yeah, the and, eye you know. suit. Everything's <laughs> good. Everything's good.
2: Everything's good. Everything's good. It's, it's Hugh Hefner combined with Steve Jobs. And uh, yeah, they're you're right. right. That's you're what right. it is. So, yeah, you're right. Iron Man was probably an, an easier sell than even, you know, say Spider-Man would have been. Um, which they're redoing. Yeah. Which.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The other trailer we saw. Um, let me pull it
0: up here real quick. My greatest triumph was at hand. The final campaign in my long war against Superman. While his powers were drained from constant battle, I struck, luring him from his self-imposed exile. But my obsession had blinded me to the real threat. To Earth's true enemy. Cyborg! Concentrate fire on Luthor while I call down some artillery. (laughs) What's this? Nobody kills the bat but me! Brainiac had returned. For years he'd been stealing the powers of Earth's protectors, but we were too busy fighting amongst ourselves to see the danger. With you three dead, Brainiac quickly eliminated the remaining heroes. The lucky ones died fighting. Finally, I alone survived. A rat in the walls of the Brainiac construct. I have traveled through time to warn you. This is my past, but your future. And it means the end of humanity, so together we must change it! What have you done, Luthor? Given you a fighting chance. He's lying. It's some kind of trap. Why should we trust you? Because if you don't, Earth is doomed.
1: Okay, Chad, that's just uh, an edited-down audio clip from – yeah, let's move the microphone over here a little bit. Uh, An edited-down video clip from
2: a almost six-and-a-half-minute trailer for – Yeah, DC Online, which is their massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Uh, MMO. Yep.
1: And Superman, Batman. But I know you can create your own characters. That's kind of the point. Right. Um. I don't know a whole lot about the game, and honestly, that trailer really doesn't show me anything about the game. Right.
2: But. But. And, and to me, I am not a massive multiplayer. I, I don't have role the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the inclination, and I won't play this one either. But I'll tell you what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see this made into a movie. With the CGI game. um yeah, I don't graphics. want. I don't even want live action. The, no. What they showed us with the CGI was a cushion for me. <laughs> it was. It blew – I mean, I hadn't seen that
1: trailer before, and I know Chad hadn't either. So when he came to the studio today to uh, sit down and record GSC, I had basically two videos ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was Thor, which right. we talked about, which, by the way, I liked. I yeah. mean, um, and I really wasn't expecting much – on this one when I started I I said I told you I'd heard some good things about this trailer Mm -hmm. I read some it was an awesome trailer right so let's watch this before we start recording it changed I mean everything yeah I mean as soon as we got done watching it we were like I mean mean, there's parts in it that you're just like whoa yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's what I want to see. That's I mean, what super. That's how
2: superheroes fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big massive superhero. But the, whatever city that they're in is just devastated. Yeah, everything's gray and crumbled. Um, you see Black Adam fighting it out with Green Lantern, mm-hmm. the original Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman's fighting. Uh, who should start out fighting? Uh, I, I don't even remember now. Somebody. Yeah. But then she ends up fighting Deathstroke. Yep. Batman's fighting w- alongside Cyborg against Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Um, Shazam or uh, Black Adam, who's basically kind of an evil Shazam character, yeah. same powers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: is holding Green Lantern's hand with yeah. the power ring. And Flash is zooming up behind him. Mm-hmm. And he says Shazam unleashing that power. Yeah. You don't know what happens to Green Lantern, but you see a broken ring afterwards. Yeah. You don't know what happens to Flash at all.
2: Batman's thrown black. Mm-hmm. Um, Deathstroke si- goes after him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, Cyborg is basically caught up in the explosion. So he's you, gone. He's gone. And uh, you see Joker, and I played that audio clip where he kind of coughs from this
1: big explosion, gets up. Throws Harley off of him, who's, yep. out, who's either he's, dead or incapacitated, one yep. of the two. And sees uh, Deathstroke, has got the upper hand on Batman. Mm-hmm. It's like, nobody kills the bat but me. Yeah. Shoots a, a rocket launcher at him. Mm-hmm. And that's when they basically cut back to, well, actually that's when Superman shows up. And yeah. That's the Superman that you've always wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, disheveled, mm-hmm. ticked off, mm-hmm. and very powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Wow. I mean, I get the game. I get what the game's about. Right. Um, Luther's obsession with Superman, he finally rallies all the villains together. They win. Yeah. At at the pinnacle of his success, Brainiac comes back Mm -hmm. and takes over the Earth. Yep. So Luther comes back in time to change the past so that doesn't happen. You know, I've seen comic books of, of that premise oh, a thousand times. Yeah. I really have. I've seen... Um, M- movies of that premise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Terminator. Terminator. <laughs> um, I don't know why this was different, but the CGI was just absolutely first rate. You don't even think about it when you're watching. You don't even think, well, those are just computer characters.
2: Yeah, definitely well, on it the doesn't level of, like, Star Wars Old Republic trailer. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, I was actually excited to see Batman and Superman. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you the last time I've seen Superman do anything that I thought, whoa. whoa yeah, that's Superman. That's Superman right there. <laughs> that was the first time in mm-hmm. years that I've seen that. That level
2: of, holy well, he, crap. Yeah, he grabs Black Adam's hand and basically twists his fist around and basically toasts his face with his <laughs>
0: – Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, you're like, whoa. (laughs) Um, Wow, it was just fantastic. So obviously for anybody listening to this, I'm sure one or two of you, go watch this trailer, DC Online. It's like six minutes, five seconds, something like that. And worth every minute of watching. Oh, it's just fantastic. I mean, you're – this is the geekiest show ever and it doesn't get any geekier than that. Yeah. I mean that was just fantastic. Yeah,
2: and all I need to do is figure out a way to make it into like a hundred and twenty minute trailer and <laughs> Yeah, and then that's the whole and, and that's that's one of those movies where I would like where I, I would I would watch it and all I want to do is feel exhausted when I leave.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I,
2: I, I don't need in-depth backgrounds nope. on these characters. I don't need you to build this up. Nope. I know who all these characters I are. I don't
1: need the Batman's origin or Superman escaping as a baby from Krypton. We don't need any of that. Give us what we just saw. Mm-hmm. Just start it off assuming that anybody watching this already knows these characters. Yeah. We've had them for 40, 50, 60 years. We know who they are. And just get into it. Yeah. Just Watching Wonder Woman in action is, yeah. Yeah. That's the Wonder Woman I'd like to see. That's she was right. kick ass. Yep. Um and the Green Lantern, too. I mean, it was just – all of it was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. You combine that with what we talked about – I don't think it was the last show. I think it was the show before with the Star Wars – Old Republic Old trailer. Republic and the other one,
2: yeah. uh,
1: Dark Force.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Dark Forces no, 2. Not no, not Dark Forces. Force Unleashed, Force
1: Unleashed 2. Force Unleashed 2. You watch those three trailers mm-hmm. and they're video games. Yeah. And you're like, why are we still getting – these crappy movies yeah. with Hugh Jackman in it as Wolverine. hmm You know, wh- why are you even bothering with that? Did you see the trailer for this video game? Yeah. Whoever wrote the trailer, whoever wrote the small script and laid it out, how the battle was going,
2: mm-hmm.
1: hire these people. Those and say, are the guys that should be doing
2: your storyboard. Here's
1: $10 million, Yeah. which is more than enough. Use the same game engine. Just make this... A two hour movie. What you just did, don't worry about backstory. Don't worry about merchandising. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about, you know, well, this doesn't act like the way Superman. Mm -hmm. Just do that. Just do what you just did. Big scale. Mm -hmm. Huge. It would blow people away. Yeah. I mean, it would be hailed far and wide as the rebirth of the superhero. Yeah. But they're not going to do that, Chad.
2: Why? Why don't they listen to us? Ah, we aren't in any position to influence anything.
1: We're the hosts of the geekiest show ever. What are you talking about? We just need to to meet the right people and talk to them. You know, sometimes I wonder if that is the case. If I could just sit down with the head of Warner Brothers Mm -hmm. and say, look, just turn over the future of the superhero genres, the DC Mm -hmm. stuff. Let me run with that for one year. Yep. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you'll have a better Superman movie. Mm -hmm. Batman, I wouldn't mess with that. It's already good. It's already good. I'll make you a Flash movie that'll blow you away. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even think I would use real actors. I would just do what we just saw. Mm -hmm. Why not? I mean, it it works.
2: That's what people want to see. Give us what we want. That's really what it comes down to, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But instead, you know, you get people – you get – Places like, you know, Square Enix, who makes fantastic games, doing a Final Fantasy movie, which has incredible CGI, but has a storyline that is so obscure and, and so... Convoluted. And convoluted, and, and frankly, you know, has a, has a very Japanese flavor to it, which is I have nothing against, but it doesn't sell to Well, you're to not Japanese. Western, <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't sell to a Western audience. No. Um, I don't know why they just...
1: They put the wrong people in charge of these properties that really, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing with these characters or who these Mm -hmm. characters are. But the guys that are making this video game, they're not under those same restraints. Right. They know what we want because they
2: want the same thing. Yeah, because they're passionate about the characters and the story. Yeah. It's not some director who, you know, the last five projects he
1: worked on had nothing to do with superheroes mm-hmm. for some reason oh well I guess he'd, he'd make a good director for the superhero movie mm-hmm. no he's going to bring a different sensibility to it that we don't want mm-hmm. so I don't know I, I'm just blown away by that yeah. I mean it was so so good
2: <laughs> oh absolutely yeah you gotta you gotta check that one out because that is an amazing trailer
1: so is there anything coming up that is really w- warranting our notice I mean, I know Captain America, and that's next year. Thor, that's next year. The Avengers is in
2: two years. Well, Inception we haven't seen. We do need to go.
1: I've been hearing really good things. Everyone's saying that if you haven't seen Inception yet, you really have to go see it. In fact, David Cohen, uh, last week, rave
2: reviews. Yeah, we have to go see it because we have to have him back on to actually talk about the movie. Um, Tron Legacy. I uh, saw the second trailer for it already. It looks as good. And still looks good. Yeah, yeah. that's. And Let's be honest, the first Tron movie is stupid. It is stupid. And when, when, yeah, I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer and Bruce Boxleitner and, you know. But this looks good. This looks interesting. Uh, what I want to know is, how the hell
1: are they, do they have a young Jeff Daniels? Or not Jeff Daniels, but a, little a young Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. How, uh, and who is he? Well, I I'm not so concerned with that as far as plot, but mm-hmm. how how was he in that movie? Because it, it that's young Jeff Bridges and I I
0: don't know how that's if, some if CGI that's work.
1: work. I was going to say if that's CGI, that is some work. That's is it just him, but with makeup on? And if it's just makeup, holy crap! What no, a makeup it's job! Not, no. Because they erased forty years. Yeah, I I don't know how I don't know how they did that, dude. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of the most amazing things that I've seen in on film in forever. Mm-hmm. Because I'm watching it, going, "Okay, I know what this person looked like 40 years ago, 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. I saw that movie in the movie theater. Yeah, I've seen him in a lot of other shows and mm-hmm. in, in movies. Um, in fact, my favorite movie of him was when he came back as an alien. Do you do you remember that? Where he came back? Um, well, he didn't come back. He comes to Earth. His ship crashes or something." He reads DNA from a photo album, constructs his entire body, which is him, mm-hmm. and then he's in this house, and this person that he looks like, his widow, lives there, and she comes out, and she's like, oh, my God, you're alive, and, but mm-hmm. he's an alien. I can't, Starman. Oh, Starman.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember that movie? No, never saw Starman. Really? I remember it, but I never saw it. Watch see, that now, movie, that's See, really now, when good. I think of Jeff Bridges, I think one of my favorite roles of his is probably The Big Lebowski. Yeah, but that's, that's newer, though. I'm True. talking about back well, then, rules, how he yeah. looks,
1: that we saw him looking younger mm-hmm. in this Tron trailer. Right. I, 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 I need someone to explain to me how I'm seeing a young Jeff Bridges <laughs> in this movie where I know he doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah. And then it was completely 100% convincing. Yeah, it was seamless. I mean, I paused that and I'm looking. I'm getting close and I'm like, how do they do that? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. And if we're at that level now, that kind of worries me in some respects.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's also very exciting. Right. Because if they can do that, what can't they do? There's no reason we couldn't have Han Solo, The Adventure Continues.
1: <laughs> well, yes. <clears throat> but there's no, also no reason that we can't have a, a time travel story where an old cowboy played by Clint Eastwood goes back to take himself down. Forty years ago, and it's the young, yeah. mean-looking Clint Eastwood from the seventies.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can do that now. Yeah, it's amazing, though. Mm-hmm. I, I'm this technology is, yeah, you know, put more of this technology in the hands of the creators who wants to make art with it, that wants to make film and yeah. and just entertain us. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying take jobs away from actors. No, but. Harrison Ford can't be Han Solo anymore. He, he's in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why Lucas and Spielberg thought he could still be Indy because he obviously couldn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Chad, I think we probably ought to wrap up this episode of Geekiest Show Ever. Uh, yeah. We're back in two weeks, obviously. We're back on schedule mm-hmm. where we're supposed to be. Uh, no big plans on what we're talking about next week? No, not maybe, yet. maybe we'll find someone to come on the show with us again and talk to somebody, or maybe it'll just be you and I. Who knows? We'll play it as it comes, yep. and we'll come up with something, as we always do. If you guys want to get a hold of us, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at MyMac. Uh, Feedback at MyMac.com Chad is Chad Perry at MyMac.com And I am Tim at MyMac.com So get a hold of us Let us know what you think of the show If you haven't had an opportunity yet To go up to iTunes And uh, give us a review We'd appreciate it The website is GeekiestShowEver.com Check it out And we'll see you guys in two weeks